The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Why is this so important? Why did you pick this story? Why does this matter? This is the news. And why, 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 and why it matters. Hi, I'm Sarah Gonzalez. <laughs> Welcome to the news and why it matters. Glenn, what was the top story? Freedom of speech and a mm. civil war. All right. Mm. There's a, uh, a, a tiny, minuscule, little, itty-bitty bill for some of the policies being pro- proposed by Democratic Socialists. And we'll just go over the costs. It's minor. It's not going to bother you, oh, but just so you're aware of it. Okay, good. Okay, good. Right. Pat. Uh, freedom of speech, I think, and, and especially the uh, uh, Democrats' response to what's going on right now. It's fascinating. Okay. Glenn, we'll start with you. <sighs> so I just sat down with Dinesh D'Souza. And Dinesh said, um, you know, we have to hit back. And I can't, I can't bring myself to that because we're becoming everything we despise. Hit back in what way, though? Uh, Stu, how saying? would you say? Uh, I interpreted it in the nicest of ways of stand up straight. But I no, don't know. He, he basically said in certain circumstances, you have to kind of abandon the way you'd like to act. So, like, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're, like, he's like, I would love to be, a, you know, have a Reagan Republican era where we can, you know, we can calmly speak about ideas and win the battle. But we need when to. we're getting punched in the face, what are we supposed to do? Sit there? Punch him in the face. Right. So he's saying basically. It goes against the teachings. I mean, in the Trump yeah, way dangerous. of punching in the face, yes. like on Twitter and yes. just saying things about yes. people. He's not talking about physical violence. No. I right. I mean, so. his examples were physical <clears throat> violence uh, when he was talking about the past. Like, he was talking about Abraham Lincoln and things that, he, you know, Lincoln had to do to win war. And so he was talking about that. I think he's saying, you know, you have to rise it to the level of what you're facing. Um, So right now it's not physical violence. There's some physical violence. But, he, you know, this is how people justify uh, the the protests that we saw in Portland. Right. Like it wasn't just the left wing there. The right wing went there with an idea that, like, look, if if you guys are going to do something, we're going to escalate this as well. What is that attitude appropriate? What about in the form of boycotts? I mean, I know we always we always shun them. We always say we're conservatives, we're not for them. But in the case of Facebook, Apple, Google, um, and everybody else who is boycotting people, and you know they're coming for us next, um, maybe conservatives have to band together and say, okay, if you start banning people, we're, we're leaving your platform. They won't care. We're leaving your platform. I don't think they'll care. That's half, the, that's half their platform. I don't think they'll care. Well, We're and they global, have to care. That's a, global, a lot of money. It is. That's but a lot of money. You'll never get people to do it. You'll that's, never get a lot of people problem. to do it. That's the problem. Okay. Where are you going to go? That, that's, the, that's the deal. Where are you going to go? We should point out, too, the liberals don't get a lot of people to do it either. I mean, we act as if we're That's the only true. ones who can't do it. They only they get a very mm-hmm. small percentage of their audience to do these things, too. The issue is the media just reacts to them and the companies react to them when they don't really react to us. Generally speaking, I mean, that's not because we never threaten them with this. But even we, when we, we never do it them. like that, you know, they'll occasionally mm-hmm. there's been, you know, for, you know, James Gunn is an example. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I, I totally disagreed with that treatment. But, but it worked. But you could argue that, hey, he's fired and he's not going to be, you know, doing those movies anymore. Um, and they did react to whatever conservative element. I know we, none of us were on board with that, but I mean, there, there was a conservative element that was on board with it, and they did react to it. Here's what I don't like. Um, uh, last night, I, I tweeted, and again this morning, tweeted not support of Alex Jones, but I tweeted support of, I want a clear definition of what it is that he did on each platform because I'm on each platform. And unless you can tell me 
what they did on LinkedIn. <laughs> what did you possibly do on LinkedIn? Although, LinkedIn if I may, yeah. it might be a blessing in disguise on the LinkedIn thing. Yeah, if I he know. found a way to get LinkedIn off his back, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah. my gosh, we should all follow that model. Stop the LinkedIn madness. <laughs> right, okay. He's found a way. <laughs> well, so, but, uh, but I, 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 we have to have a clear set of rules. Look, yeah. why was Donald Trump elected president of the United States? He was elected president of the United States because 50% of this country is tired of the double standard. They're tired of the double talk, the double standard being talked down to, being treated like animals or like we're some sort of zoo monkeys that just don't understand things. And uh, we're tired of being brushed aside as, oh, well, you're the flyover people, okay? That's why he was elected. And he was elected after several attempts to hire a decent human being that they just destroyed. Mitt Romney was the most dangerous man in the world. Come on. Jeez. He might be dangerous to like some jello because he'll consume it at a funeral. But that's about it. I want to make sure to clarify uh, because you guys both said freedom of speech. But you're not saying that by Facebook or LinkedIn or whoever eliminating him from their platform, that that's somehow violating the First Amendment. I actually am. Are you? I am. Can you tell us why? Yeah. Um, who said this today? It was really good. Fourteenth um, Amendment. Oh, Dinesh said this. Dinesh said this. Oh, was he on the air when he said this? Yeah. Yeah. Fourteenth Amendment. The Fourteenth Amendment. You know, you you can't treat somebody of another color differently. We're all the same. Now, that is because we're all decent people, because we hold certain truths to be self-evident. But that is in the Constitution. Well, the Constitution only tells the government what to do. And yet, we are, they're using that to tell us that you have to bake a cake, okay? You cannot mm -hmm. fire someone just because they're black. You have no, you have no control over that, okay? You want to be the Klan... And I want to hire, you know, I'm the Grand Wizard and my secretary happens to be Asian. I need to fire her. God forbid the 14th Amendment. Now, I'm willing to live like that. I'm willing to have reasonable conversations, okay? However, they expect us to make sure that we keep our religion inside. Keep your religion inside. What you do in your own church is fine, but outside, no way. Well, no, wait a minute. You can't have it both ways. Yeah, and I think Dinesh's point, and I think yours as well, is it's not a literal violation of the First Amendment, right. per se. But the rhetoric around it is the type of thing where they pressure you into that. And this is their get-out-of-jail-free card for these things. Oh, yeah. well, you know, there's no, we don't have to worry about it. It's That First Amendment's only through Congress. Well, I mean, again, how many times have we talked about that? They don't follow the Constitution on any of these things. So, they can't get bailed out by the Constitution here. There's a new poll out, just uh, posted on The Blaze about an hour or so ago. New poll out that shows that a uh, plurality of people who vote for GOP say that it, it, the president should have the right to shut down the press because they've engaged in lies or mischief or whatever. Jeez. No, 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 no. If I don't care who it is, I despise Alex Jones. I despise him. He has been a thorn in my side forever. He has painted, 
He is not a conservative. And he's lied about and you. And he's, he's lied. And, and over and over Oh, my over gosh. Again. From the beginning. <laughs> from yeah. the beginning. I was the mastermind. According to him, I was the mastermind of the media manipulation to hide Bush's involvement in 9-11. Okay? I remember that meeting, yeah. Right. I mean, <laughs> wait. Okay? I despise this guy. He is poison. What are you thinking? You think this is going to make it better? You cannot bottle voices up. No, and it's it's helped his downloads. I mean, he's doing better today than yeah, he oh, yeah. was before this. This is going to help at least it's in the short term his yeah. money. Short term, right? I mean, it helps him. It's just a matter of whether it's a long term. And situation. it makes him a martyr. Mm-hmm. It makes him right. a guy who has predicted makes this. Makes him a victim. It's it's the problem. We weren't listened to. We weren't treated the same. And so what do they do? They double down. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Insanity. Well, and, you know, like the, like the poem goes, first they came for the communists, and I did nothing because I wasn't a communist. Well, first they came for Alex Jones, and I did nothing because I can't stand Alex Jones. <laughs> it's a little bit different poem. Right. Yeah. It's a little bit different I, yeah, poem. I haven't heard that one. <clears throat> um, but they're it's coming the for us. They're coming for us. Did you see Chris Murphy's tweet? Look, look at this tweet from Democrat Senator Chris Murphy from Connecticut. Infowars is the tip of a giant iceberg of hate and lies that uses sites like Facebook and YouTube to tear our nation apart. These companies must do more than take down one website. The survival of our democracy depends on it. First of all, we're not a democracy. <laughs> Secondly, uh, what, who's the rest of the iceberg? Who, th- that obviously includes the blaze. I mean, to Chris Murphy, oh, yeah. that certainly includes the blaze. Probably includes the New York News. Times. is too conservative for him. I mean, Fox News is gone. Uh, the, the blaze is gone. Uh, they will come for us. They absolutely will come for us. And I heard, you know, uh, Alex Jones tweeted out last night, we're all Alex Jones. First of all, you, you don't tweet that yourself, Alex. <laughs> Somebody else takes that uh, banner up for you. Um, and I, I'm certainly not Alex Jones, but uh, I understand the sentiment. You know, we, sh- we do need to I at least not- tell people that this is wrong. We are it's all wrong. the First Amendment. We're yeah. not Alex Jones. I'm not. I'm no, I don't defend freedom of speech for the New York Times, Alex Jones, the nation, mm-hmm. the root, or anybody else. I am the First Amendment, and I am becoming a First Amendment absolutist. Well, what's interesting to me is that, you know, you're saying you are the First Amendment, but there are a lot of people who would say that they agree with you and then be the same people who are saying that the president should have the ability to... So this to- is what I tweeted. Mm-hmm. I tweeted what you always said. I tweeted, I saw that poll, and I tweeted it out, and I said, okay, for all you GOPers who are saying yes to this, replace two words, Donald Trump, with... Hillary Clinton or Barack Obama and tell me you still feel the same way. <laughs> and if you do, then we need to sit down and talk about the First Amendment. If you don't, your first answer was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where I think a lot of this comes back to this conversation is that like, what is your time? What's your, what's your time scale? What's your outlook? If you want to go and win the next election, you're going to act one way. If you want to win the next couple of elections, you'll act another way. If you want to make the country better for your children, you'll act another way. If you're looking at eternal values, you're going to act a completely different way. And I think that's the problem. All the answers that I keep hearing about how we're supposed to act to win the next election are different than the ones that I think we're supposed to, the way we're supposed to act if we're thinking eternally. And, you cannot, and that's, a, that's a big, that's something we should be thinking about a little let bit. Let me ask you this. How different would America be today if when Donald Trump won, 
the press would have said, okay, wait a minute. What the hell just happened? What just happened? And instead of jumping to the conclusion that we were all racist, they actually sat down and did the work that Selena Zito did and say, okay, what's happening? And they would have seen that, okay, guys, you've been abusing. You may not feel this way, but you have to accept perception is reality. Half of the country perceives that you have been on the other side and you've been abusing. If they would have come on a month into it and said, you know what? We made some mistakes. Now, we, don't, we didn't think they were mistakes at the time, but we, we see how other people feel. We've really dug into it. And so we want to have a conversation, a real conversation. We just want to learn from half of the country. We don't understand it. We want to learn. We're not going to push back. We just want to learn. We want to hear you. Do you know what a different country this would be? Instead, they double down. Yeah. These mm-hmm. people are racist. They are stupid. And we saw little glimmers of that occasionally. Mark Duplass had gave us that exact story when he came on the air with us. He was hardcore uh, with, with the left and was bashing Trump people. And when, it, when he won, he took him in and he stepped back and he said, what did I miss here? And he started talking to people. Riaz Patel is another one uh, who did the same thing. We talked to the people from Make America Dinner Again who started something like that. Mm-hmm. The exact same philosophy. There's little bits and pieces of it, but it's so infrequent. Uh, and, it, you know, it, it doesn't it hasn't taken over. But, I mean, again, are you making these decisions to control other people, to make a movement for the next 10 years? Or are you doing it because you have to do what is right? How many times have we written, We how many, what, 19 New York Times bestsellers? 20? Bestsellers? There was a long list. Okay, long list. Never, never have I written a book and thought, literally, what, I stopped writing it two months ago, 45 days ago? Literally, Stu came in and I said, I need to rip chapters out of that book. I need to rip chapters (laughs) out of that book because there's new information that is dramatically different. Incredible. And it's, that's why I'm so concerned. We are running out of time. It's going to get worse quickly. Birth pangs, faster and faster, closer together and harder. Yeah. All right, uh, back in a minute with the price tag for democratic socialism. It's really cheap. You guys, you guys, if you guys really? have your wallet, it doesn't it doesn't if you have your wallet, oh, I, I, there, like took that oh, good. Yeah, I think it's gonna be fine. Well, they took that one. Hey, it's Doc Thompson. Thanks for listening to the program. I want to tell you about another program that I think you're going to like. It's the Glenn Beck Program. Check it out now wherever you get your favorite podcasts. This is the news. And why. 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 Why it matters. I cannot wait to hear how cheap this is going to be. It's almost nothing. We all turn socialist. Yeah. It's almost nothing. I have your bill right here. Okay, good. Sunday. There's a few little proposals we have right now. We've got the uh, Social Security expansion as proposed by Bill, uh, Bernie Sanders. By the way, I should point out this uh, uh, two things. One, these are all left-wing numbers. They either come from either the government sources from the CBO or from left-wing think tanks. So I'm not, we're not overstating this by some evil libertarian right. group. We would expect that this would be so, a conservative yeah. 2021 that uh, Social Security is officially... Not with this plan. It's going to be fine. All right. Secondly, I don't want to bury this because it's important. 
We should give incredible amount of credit for to Vox for actually running this piece. It's amazing. This is, this is an amazing. amazing piece from Vox, and it's from a guy we talked about. We did the thing on the air, if you remember the other day, Glenn, where I gave you a menu of options on tax increases mm-hmm, to pay for mm-hmm. some of these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the same guy who did that. Uh, from the, He's at the Manhattan Institute as well. And Vox actually ran his analysis, which is, again, based on liberal numbers, but still I'm surprised they ran it. So lots of credit to Vox for running this. But here we go. Here's the, we got the Social Security expansion, $188 billion over 10 years. You've got the. Oh, that's not bad at all. Not bad at all, right? <laughs> that's hardly anything. There's a little more than that. Billion, though, so. is, okay. billion is no big deal. No. Right. Nah. Uh, free college, uh, $807 billion. Okay. That's not even a trillion no. dollars yet. Not even. Well, well yeah, be, if you had yeah. the two, it right. is. Well, well <laughs> close, yeah. So you've got uh, family leave, uh, $270 billion. All right. Uh, you've got uh, infrastructure, uh, $1 trillion. Mm. Uh, student loan debt. We're going to wipe that out. Oh, okay. That's going to be $1.4 trillion. Uh, and then we've huh. got uh, the health care. So that's the thing of that. It's well, you four, can't have people with debt after it's college. 400, <laughs> it's $400 billion more than the roads and the highways. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, then you've got uh, the health care. You do remember this one from last week. We used the conservative estimate of only $32 trillion. Now, in there is a much larger $44 trillion actual estimate. But we're going to ignore that. And we're going to go with the $32 trillion. And then the. And that's uh, for what? That's for uh, health care uh, for all. 10 uh, years. And again, that is like. Mm-hmm. That estimate mm-hmm. includes paying doctors like 40% less than they're currently making, which obviously is not, not going to happen. It's going to be just as but good as Obamacare. Exactly. Right? Totally. Oh, totally. No, it'll. Better? I mean, oh my gosh. You, well, you already have the VA. So think of the VA, except even more <laughs> governmental. Ooh, sounds yeah, fun. It's be good. Uh, and jobs for all. Now, jobs for all, uh, th- that's only going to run us $6.8 trillion. <laughs> oh, <no>. Now, look, <laughs> that sounds expensive at first, but let me, let me give it all to right. you. Because uh, that's, it's actually, that just assumes everyone without a job would get a $15 an hour job. Okay. Now, that, you might say, okay, that's $6.8 trillion. Of course, if you were working for $10 an hour right now, what would you do? Obviously, you'd quit and take the $15 an hour free job, <laughs> right? So they don't include any of those people. Likely, what that is, one is triple what, what the $6.8 trillion in actual money. Besides, uh, I'm trying to just wow. think because, you know, we've seen nations do this before. What are those jobs? I mean, besides building and running crematoriums, what would those jobs be? <laughs> um, I think they're like building buildings and then destroying buildings and building buildings <laughs> right. and destroying buildings. Okay. Have you ever seen the ghost cities in China? They're I really have. nice. They're, they're really nice. nice. Empty malls all over the place. Uh, so now we're up oh, to... The crowds are very light. They're very light. They're, well, they're all light. working because they have Disney. jobs. It's right. opposite of going to Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. You like going to Disneyland? No. Uh, nope. Not with the crowds. <laughs> so uh, the uh, total run here, this is without the jobs increase or any of the other. Mm-hmm. Now, remember, these are all left-wing incidents, so we all obviously know they're all going to be higher. Yes. But that's $42.5 trillion. That's basically. That's over 10 years. Right, over 10 years. You don't even know what it's called. You know how right. great it's going to be in 10 years? <laughs> oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Now, that is every basically every dime we. So it, it's basically our GDP mm-hmm. every year for the next 10 years. But that's it. But it's not but a big that's deal. All. But that's it. all the money well, that yeah, we're... But, right, but mm-hmm. listen, you've got a job. Yeah. You, do you have food? Uh, yeah, no, we don't there's get no food. universal food. But you have a job. <laughs> right. You have universal everything else. Well, they've also... Housing, Ocasio-Cortez... Okay, you got the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Which is my house for everybody. I actually don't have housing in here. You don't, oh. I didn't think so. Oh, yeah, well. that doesn't include housing. Yeah, that's include okay. housing. So that guaranteed so housing. Well, from now Ocasio-Cortez. I'm now I'm a little on the fence. <laughs> okay, because <laughs> no, that's going to be several more trillion. You know, I would like to see. I mean, yes, you can call this socialism, which is a big scary word, but I would like you to come up with something else 
to describe this. How about democratic socialism? Oh, is that good? No, you like still it? Still socialism. Yeah. No. Um, well, can I give you the final total here? Oh, yeah. So over 30 years, they've projected mm-hmm. this cost. And I don't think it's going to scare you, but I am a little, I just want to make sure you prepare yourself because this number is a little larger than you're expecting oh, for a, find a out, dinner. We're going to find out if zillions are real world. <laughs> $218 trillion over 30 years. Uh, $218 trillion, um, That is uh, would be 60% of our GDP, which is larger than uh, every single country in Europe. And as Pat points out, does not include universal housing. Um, but other than that, we can easily afford it. And again, well, we're the richest nation in the world. We are right. Again, and we're only 128 we trillion afford- in debt right now. Damn it! We can't <laughs> afford not to do it. Thank you. I think it's it a saves risk. one life. It saves one. It's not worth it. Think of the children. Uh, <laughs> it is going to. It's going to kill the country. That's usually what, what it's going to do. Do you think that the fact that a place like Vox is publishing this is any indication that I hope so? That yeah, they that, know, that they're yes, that, that they they're trying it? to distance themselves no. from this. Probably no. not, but I. I it's a step in the right direction that they at least talk about it. I know. Well, first of all, it says a couple things. Number one, it's a credible estimate, right? Like the left-wing source is not running a, uh, uh, you know, some ridiculous right-wing guy's estimates of their programs. Right? No, if this was Heritage that. Foundation, right. everybody would be would scoffing at it. Well, if it was a Heritage estimation, it'd probably be more accurate. Right, yeah, and it'd be it'd probably, $600 trillion. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, I think, you know, it, it could be. You could be seeing that line of, you know, whatever that old school Democrat, even Obama, like uh, Democ- Democratic uh, Party, as opposed to a Ocasio Cortez, uh, Cortez party. Right? There is that difference there. Obviously, Clinton ran against Sanders, mm-hmm. right? Clinton said, mm-hmm. "Oh no, it should it should be fifteen dollars. It should be a thirteen dollar minimum wage." There is a slight rift there, and maybe they're thinking, "Okay, these things are ridiculous. We need to scare people away from them now, or we're not going to win any elections." I don't know what it is. All I know is it's a factual thing. They actually ran something factual. It hurt. Theoretically, there are pr- programs that they support, and I think they should be commended for it. Oh, definitely. I can't wait yeah. to see if uh, this guy still has a job with Vox in the next month or so. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, yeah. I, I don't think he works there. I think he, I, this piece ran there, though, and uh, we'll take it. Wow, mm-hmm. interesting. All right, uh, back in a minute. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze Premium subscribers. Become a premium subscriber at theblaze.com slash subscribe. Glenn, did you see uh, Rosie O'Donnell on with Chris Cuomo? Oh, my gosh. Well, there's nothing that says I'm one with the people than going to a protest with a bunch of Broadway singers. Mm. Uh, And uh, so she was... uh, (laughs) You know, one with the people, and then she, mm-hmm. you know, she went on with Chris Cuomo, who they're good friends, and um, I, I just, I just found it ironic that the night that they take Alex Jones off for being a conspiracy theorist, okay, and say how dangerous fake news is, uh, CNN runs this interview. Watch the clip. The fact of the matter is, he's not only bad because he's a liar, he's bad because he doesn't know how to inspire people or evoke that emotion in them of knowing. What of about his rallies? Knowing. And first of all, people are paid, Chris. You know that. People were paid since he went down on the escalator. He pays people to show up at those But I don't know that that's why he gets tens of thousands at the rallies. I think he ca- captures a well, lot of emotion for people. He doesn't get tens of thousands. When did he get tens of thousands at a the lot last of these rally? Ra- Tell me when. Oh, no, not at the, at the Tampa. Times. I think they only had 9,000 seats and there were people outside. But, Rosie, I've seen them. He gets big groups of people who come out. 
He, re he gives themes that resonate. Whether they're positive paid, or not, Chris? that's up to other people to decide. Let's Maybe see. some Chris, are. I don't are know. I can't. Paid? I don't have the facts that I don't have the facts. are bought but off. CNN, it's the, you don't really need a fact checker on that one. <laughs> the answer is no, Rosie. You're engaging right now in fake news. Mm -hmm. Okay? And Chris, you're an enabler. I'm an alcoholic. I know enablers. You're being an enabler. Now, yeah, I mean, there were reports at one point, the Escalator one in particular, that was his first rally, though, in 2015. Right. And that is true. Right. He yeah. did hire people right. to go to that first but deal. There's no question. Forget the fact that he's even running for president. If, if Donald Trump, who is a big star, he's a reality star, if he wants to go out and make a big speech, he could do that to thousands of people pretty much any time over the last <clears> 30 <throat> years. I mean, I, that's been, he's been a big celebrity the entire time. He doesn't need to pay people to get people to show up. It's just, just a ridiculous conspiracy it's theory. so ridiculous. So I, ridiculous. I wanted to give him credit at first because it said he Cuomo? was at, he at least, yeah, because yeah. he at least he pushed back a little bit. Like, he did. Well, hold I mean, he on. Gave, he he gave token resistance, right. which, which is more than I would CNN. expect from more him. Than it's not bad. Right? Yeah, Cuomo, I listened to, to a decent amount of Cuomo uh, over the past few years. Uh, because he would be on sometimes when I'd be in the car in the morning. Now, he's not. He's on at night Is now. your radio broken? No, yes, it's, on, it's <laughs> okay. stuck on right. CNN. Okay. Um, but, uh, you know, he he's a lawyer, right? And so he, I would say, prides himself in thinking he's arguing both sides of the case. Yeah. Now, many most of the time he's not good at the conservative side, <laughs> um, but he does occasionally push back. I mean, he, he does occasionally do things like that. And, you know, you're right. I think, same thing, we should give him credit when they actually do a little bit of that. Though you're right, he should have that at, at his hand, probably. You should probably know that the idea that tens of thousands of people are being paid to go to rallies. That's just too expensive, guys. It's just not pragmatic. <laughs> no, I paid. Donald Trump does no. not have that much money. Yeah, no. I mean, if you, especially if you listen to the mainstream media, mm -hmm. he's broke. Oh, he paid 15,000 people $1,000 each to be there. I mean, each, I'm sure he did each that in every, every rally. rally. Every rally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, still, mm -hmm. I'm going to give you your opportunity to badmouth LeBron James. Oh, no. LeBron James is uh, the greatest living American, as you know. Um, I, don't like, I don't agree with Donald Trump on a lot. but uh, Best basketball player ever? Uh, no. If he played football, he'd be the greatest football player no. ever. You know, if he, he gets... was a soccer player, he'd, he'd be the best at soccer. <laughs> Better than Ronaldo. Right? Are, we, are we talking about Barack Obama? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right, second best. Well, Barack, too, yeah. Um, yeah. No, this is actually a two-part analysis here. Uh, number one, that sort of coverage of LeBron James really does bother me because everything that he does it gets universal praise. And, and that's, uh, you know... I, understandable. He's a big, you know, athlete and celebrity. He built this school in uh, in Akron, which is, you know, really nice. And he did some really nice things there. Uh, we find out now that about seventy five percent of the cost of it is going to taxpayers. It's actually a public school. He's not. We've been told for weeks and weeks and weeks that he paid for everything. That no one in the community has to worry about any of it. Well, actually, taxpayers have to pay for it, like every other public school on earth. Um, so, although he picked up what twenty five percent. Yeah, he picked up like a that. decent chunk. And so, yeah. this is to say that. Yeah, a, I don't want to give him credit for anything. Uh, I mean, uh, if uh, you know, if they put in Tim Duncan, he doesn't have that championship. I can't. I'll go through the whole thing. Uh, but 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 the point here, though, I think is, and I think this might be where you're going, <laughs> is that well, the, the parsing here is only uh, he did a really good thing, not another really good thing. Like overall, it's still a real positive. He gave yeah. millions of his own dollars to his community. Didn't have I mean, to. Basically, the difference here is a school that kids go to mm -hmm. uh, that would pay, that is paid for by taxpayers. Is nicer, yeah. Right, like it's it could have. It's yeah. good. It's generally you know, the good. The problem but here is, is that whoever the dope was that said he paid for everything. 
Right. Because now was, you're like, oh, you didn't cheapskate only 25% of this? Yeah. You know, like, no, but that's a lot. Oh, yeah. This, I th- yeah. You know, we talked about this back in the day with Bono, who started this, that red charity, mm-hmm. where people would go and, you know, go to every stores, and people would, like, brand their things with red in it, and a and, and portion of it would go to charity. And, everyone, and then the analysis came out, and, like, it was only donated, like, $8 million or something, and they, you know, all this overhead, and they go through the whole thing. It's like, well... You know, he's, he's a capitalist. He's selling clothes that, it, that, that people supposedly like. And at the end, $8 million go to charity. Like, is this really all that bad of a thing? We should actually be praising it. And, you know, of course, overall. He could have kept uh, all the money. Yeah, he could, yeah exactly. Um, so, I mean, again, like LeBron James, uh, not the best player of all time, uh, didn't actually do what they said he did, but did something. If he nice. played tight end, though, in the NFL, he'd be the greatest NFL tight end ever, right? Am no, I right? You are not I'm right. I'm right on that. Barack be on Obama beats, for sure. He beat <laughs> Kasparov in chess, didn't he? I think he did. I think he did. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yes, he did. Okay. And, yes. and Bobby Fischer. Or if he time. if he played him, he would. Mm-hmm. Well, it was Bobby Fischer, Big Blue, and Kasparov combined against, against, one. against mm-hmm. and LeBron won. On LeBron James, before we move on, I would just like to say he gets a lot of hate, not naming any names, but he seems like a really good guy. Ugh. He really does. Are you trying to make us vomit? Ugh. He really does. Well, I mean, this he, show is over. Wow. He seems like, a, mor- <laughs> he seems like a moral That's character, I'm glad right? you've bought into his PR. We should get their firm in here. So just, just give you a nice big <laughs> hug. Then you'll feel even better about it. Why? What's wrong with him? I don't know anything about nothing. him. Nothing. He, he seems oh, to nothing. be nothing. in a, um, a faithful marriage, right, mm-hmm. or relationship, mm-hmm. and spends a lot of time mm-hmm. with his family and stays out of trouble. And Stu just wants to hate on him. What so. an amazing accomplishment. He's been able to do everything that everyone else on Earth is doing. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's players, incredible. I'm particularly amazed. Hey, he, he's with his child. What an amazing accomplishment that is. I love your wow. irrational LeBron <laughs> no, I really do. I love it. I, I do it. hate him as a player. It's he does, awesome. you're right, seem like a generally speaking a good guy. I, I will say, I don't like the way he's treated his teammates at times. Yeah. In the sports context, yeah. I think he's uh, he's been far or less than a great guy, but overall, he seems like the best thing he ever did was that commercial for whatever it was, where he was just hanging out with his kids, and he seems very likable in yeah. that context, yeah, yeah, just not in any other context. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pat, talk to us about the uh, the Canada boycott. Oh, they're trying to boycott uh, American products because they're pissed off at Trump uh, for the for the tariffs. Wouldn't you be? How's that? Um, How's that going? No, because uh, I'm not going to bite the hand that feeds me. That's what I'm not going to do. Oh, my gosh. That's what I'm not going to do. Oh, my okay? gosh. All right? Oh. Canadians trying to boycott American products? Go ahead. It's only 60% of everything <laughs> on your stupid grocery shelf. Good. <laughs> Go ahead and eat beaver tails in maple syrup, and that's your whole diet. Good luck. <laughs> They'd have Tim Hortons, right? Yes. It'd be Tim Hortons. would be about <laughs> yes. it. They'd have their little generic Dunkin' Donuts uh, copy. Seriously, 60%. Of the food on their grocery shelves are from the United States of America. And now they're going to boycott? Take it and be happy. Take it and shut up. Eat it and shut up. And you're going to be happy. There's people starving in China. Shut up. If I were Chinese (laughs) Uh and I walked down the the shelves at Walmart, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, you would be totally accepting of... Of 60% of the stuff on your Walmart shelves come from China. Shut up. Not Take the food. It. Not the food. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, we, uh, the, the whole po- the point here is that, you know, 
they should be happy about that. There's no reason to be upset that 60% of your food comes from another country. That, that's what, if you have a free no, yeah. trade. No, it's a trade imbalance. It's, that's, that doesn't no, everything has to be, no, everything has to be balanced. No balanced diet, <laughs> trade, <laughs> it's the same thing. It's not the same thing. Oh, it is. It's not the same thing. We all obviously don't understand that diets should be balanced. I think we're all aware. Of I love that, that the, at least it's starting to surface now, that the trade imbalance isn't a thing. No. So what? It really does not so matter. So what? It doesn't matter. Well, I mean, someone might need to tell the president that. Yeah, it might. He seems yeah. very concerned. It's getting about bad. Yeah. I mean, it it is bad. It's, it's getting bad. This is going to yeah. really begin to hit and impact deeply the average American. Between mm-hmm. between the the tariffs that we have and the rising interest rates. We are not headed towards anything good. One of the really interesting things that's happened so far with this, because I think it's fascinating to see this, because normally, like, no one's crazy enough to try to implement these policies. So it's a lot of it's been since the 1800s, sort of economic and intellectual speculation, academic speculation. Now we're seeing it in action. Yeah. Like, for example, the, the steel tariffs that were dumped all over China, what we're seeing now is the two largest steel companies in the United States mm-hmm. basically writing mm-hmm. the rules for if you can get a waiver or not. And every single time, without exception, when they've recommended one of their rivals not get a waiver, their rivals haven't gotten a waiver. So these giant companies are wow. able to squash all of their competition through these tariffs just as predicted. It's interesting to see it, but it's not positive for the country. One of the, the bigger tire companies in the U.S. during the Great Depression, supposedly much better than uh, Goodyear and Goodrich. Um, also, if you look at Auburn, a an unbelievable car. I mean, Auburns were were like the Rolls Royce, better than Cadillac. Auburns were the car. Great Depression hits. FDR says, you know what? We got to get together with the Big Three. Big Three, you tell us how we need to organize things. Big Three sure did. They put. <laughs> They put the best tire, cheapest, but best tire out of business because, well, we're just going to go with these two. Uh, And did the same thing with all of the great American car makers. They just concentrate power. We're seeing the same thing happen now. What was the story we were talking about either at the beginning of the show or before we went on where the big guys are winning just like the steel and they're shutting all the little guys out? We were talking about it just a little while ago. Anybody remember? Okay, we, uh, well, there's, I mean, it's happening to where the big players are calling the shots. Uh, we talked earlier about the dangers of social media as far as algorithms and everything like that um, goes, but there is a new danger uh, with social media, I specifically. I don't need, do we need another one, Pat? No, we have plenty no. of dangers. You don't? Well, I think, no, no, I don't think we need another one. Well, there is another one, specifically with Snapchat. <laughs> it is a new phenomenon dubbed Snapchat dysmorphia. Yeah. And um, plastic surgeons are saying that there are more patients coming in with it. They're trying to get cosmetic <clears throat> surgery to look like the filtered picture. And so I'm not sure if mm-hmm. some and of the viewers might. you to look like anime. People right. want to, so, to look more like anime. Yeah, so some, I didn't know if it's any crazy. of the viewers, if, if all of them have Snapchat, are familiar with the filters. So I wanted to show a picture, uh, a before and after, side by side. Okay, so that's me, of no. side by side. So do I, look, do I not look like an alien <laughs> in, in the right one? And my nose? So you look like yeah. an alien in the right one and a younger alien in the other one? <laughs> we'll go to the next one. <laughs> so, there's, so there's Glenn. 
Wow. So look, see this. Okay. look how that, clear. See the, I, it's not a lot of difference. It's not here. a lot of difference no. on you, but look, but look how clear your skin looks right there. Right. Uh -huh. we're talking, what we're talking about the this, your eyes are glowing. Are they? I don't think a plastic surgeon radiation. Can, I don't think a plastic the, surgeon. The can real dysmorphia that. that they're talking about is the ones where your eyes your are getting really big. bigger. Yes. You're really starting yeah. to narrow out, yeah. and they're. I mean. And people Kids. want to do that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, gonna, yes. it's not going to make much change with Glenn, obviously. I mean, it's like they're, it's, a, what, it's an app. They're mean? not wizards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Because, I mean, I've seen if I, had, if I had an app right now, I could take you out. I'd be using it. I'd download it right now. <laughs> no, I've seen yeah. some of them, though. The ones with the, like, uh, you might know what I'm talking about, the, with, like, the crowns. The like the, the, the crown, the, yeah. The, yeah. And, it, yeah. like, it makes, you know, you look at normal pictures of people, and then next to it, they look like models. Mm -hmm. It really does. Some of, some of them really do. They're like amazing, uh, and the fact that they can do it in real time with motion is, is incredible. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. I've actually heard that it's really messed with um, dating websites, online dating websites, because I the bet. females put the Snapchat filter <laughs> pictures of themselves, and uh, the men show up, and they're like, "This is a little bit of glasses. false advertisement." Yeah. 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 Is your daughter here? <laughs> is your alien daughter is your, around? Where is uh, the girl that was in Speed Racer? There was a Japanese anime chick that I was, <laughs> was trying to, to meet. Where, did you see, have you seen the woman who, who's made herself, had plastic surgery to make herself look like <clears throat> Japanese yeah. anime? Yes. Uh, it's really it's, sad. Yes. And also terrifying. Yeah, it yeah. is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yesterday's poll was, uh, do you think the press is the uh, enemy of the people? And oh, I'm afraid of this. 86% said yes. yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. 14% said no. Of course. Okay. All right. But oh, wait, my gosh. Anyway, let's, 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 let's try to decipher what this means. Okay. Okay? If you say to me, Glenn, who's the biggest, who is, what's the biggest problem? Forget the word enemy. What are some of the biggest problems in America today institutionally? I would say media. I would say the media and education. Mm -hmm. Because they are, especially education, they are openly hostile to the idea of the American founding and our you know, original charters. Um, and so does that make them an enemy? Yeah, you could say that. They're openly hostile. You can look at the way the media is treating Donald Trump and treating the average American. We've been talking about it for the last 45 minutes. Are they an enemy? Well, they're openly hostile to us and the things we believe. How else do you define an enemy? I think you could say in that context, mm -hmm. it is an enemy. Yeah. But is it an enemy that... You know that the press is trying to make it into to, that we go and we shoot and we, no. you know, put them in you know concentration camps. No. Yeah. It's just like you know people are going to respond to a poll like that because you know there's no passion behind the side that says it's not they're not the enemy, right? I mean, it's like there's no there's no reason to go and vote that way. You know, it's like we it, it, and people just are instantly outraged. Addicted outrage coming out at some point in the future. Um, but it's like hey, maybe yeah. September fourth. Yeah. Oh, really? Now it's, yeah, now it's could earlier. Be today. Yeah. Go check your bookstore. It could be right there. But the, you know, the point. Like Jake Tapper is a great example of this. We went through the entire Obama administration, and Jake Tapper was largely the only one who asked any tough questions of Barack Obama, mm -hmm. and he did it on a very regular basis to the point of like we could have gone on during the Obama administration and said to the audience, "What journalist, mainstream journalist?" do you trust? And almost everybody would have called up and said Jake Tapper. Mm -hmm. Now that the president is, is a different party and he's critical of that president, 
literally, I we never get anyone who calls up and says that anymore. I if get he's asking for a question. hammered for defending Jake. For defending, Tapper. and again, he's done some things that I don't agree with. He's taken some stances I don't agree with. But even to this day, he's still asking tough questions of Democrats. People will completely ignore it, and it's like I don't know how. To bridge that gap, that's the that's the same thing. That it's the, I think it's the same thing illustrated in that poll. You're never once you kind of make up your mind that something's going on, it's tough to talk you out of it. And I, you know, I think there are examples where the press is terrible on so many things, but to call them the enemy, the people is a little silly. Yeah. Uh, before we get to today's poll, I just wanted to do a Blaze Y question. So remember to tweet us using the hashtag the Blaze Y. Kool-Aid with a C said, we know that women being kidnapped for sex slaves in third world countries is a huge problem, but with a 12-year-old abducted in an airport and a missing jogger, how bad is the problem in the United States? Bad. Very bad. Worse Um, than people think, because I feel like it's not getting covered. Yeah, well, um, you know, we we have to watch my words carefully here. There are continuing operations in the United States um, uh, all the time. Open borders do not help. A lot of times kids will be kidnapped and taken across our southern border. Once they're across our southern border, it's almost impossible to find them. Um, It's bad. For a while, and I don't know if this is still the case, but Phoenix was the kidnapped capital of of the planet because of uh, drug cartels kidnapping kids and taking them back across the border. Wow, wow. Uh, All right, today's poll question is, will the outcome of the Manafort trial change your opinion of the president? So that's on Twitter and on Instagram, I believe. So go ahead and vote on that poll. We'll have the results tomorrow. 93% no is my prediction. 96% no. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll know. 104% no. <laughs> Pat wins. I bet, I bet you're right. Yeah. I bet you're right. All right, that is it for us. We will see you guys tomorrow. Happy birthday to my son, by the way. He's six. He is six. Like what you're hearing? Become a Blaze Premium subscriber and watch the show anytime, anywhere, live or on demand. Go to theblaze.com slash subscribe and start watching today.